0: Yeah, I guess it's just something you're born with. I get that question, like, from almost everybody. Why chickens? I mean, you can ask everybody that question. Why do you like
1: cheesecake? Why do you play soccer? I mean, yeah, why? It's that time again. I am back in your ears and welcome to a new episode of Creator Secrets. It's the first one of 2020 and, well, you know, this is the podcast for creators by other creators. And today I have someone with me here in the studio. It's also a new studio, so I'm really psyched. Um, I have another creator with me, a Belgian YouTuber called Sunler Bowens. Just to give you some rough numbers, he has over 500,000 subscribers and he has a really awesome viral video of over 100 million views. And it's all about chickens. Yeah, you heard that correctly everything about chickens now we're gonna get down to that here in the podcast um, but what we're gonna be talking about as well is just overall starting on youtube what it is to be a full-time youtuber and as well how to find your passion and your thing in life because for me it is really essential that everyone can live their life to the full potential. So, um, without further ado, I'm just gonna give the word to Sander. Just as you know, we do it here on the podcast and um, just enjoy, have fun. Hello.
0: I'm Sander Bowens, 28 years old and I'm a full-time YouTube content creator and that's basically all i do <laughs> all day long <laughs> a regular belgian person honest modest quiet <laughs> <laughs>
1: a kind person i <laughs> see that's actually what what i thought was very fun to to get to know um because when when you're a youtuber you're very much on your own yeah. you're doing the stuff on your own you're filming you're you don't see that many people even though you put videos on the internet you're still seeing people comment you just see comments or you see numbers appear as subscribers Mm. but there's not always a real connection and then when we got together with youtube pop-up event here in belgium we get to know all these different youtubers in belgium you're actually like oh well there there are a lot of more people like me just like me doing the same things maybe give uh, the people um, a little bit of a background on how did you get into YouTube in the first place? I know you have a video of that coming up. Yeah, yeah. A little that's bit. True. Um, but how did you get into YouTube or in the first place, how did you get into well, your channel? Because you have a very peculiar channel if you <laughs> lo- look to other people's content.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. I'm probably, I'm definitely the only one in Belgium. Uh, there are a lot of uh, people in, in the world, I guess, with the same topic as, as mine. So basically, I'm a chicken breeder by hobby. So I don't have a, a massive barn with like 60,000 chickens. I do have 90 chickens, 90 which is chickens. also yeah. a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's already... Uh, and
0: some other animals too, of course. Yeah, I basically film my hobby and eventually it, yeah, it rolled into my job.
1: We also had chickens at home, but how do you get the idea of just starting to film what you're doing with that? Well,
0: since we moved uh, to our house where I'm still living at my parents' place, it started off more with, like like you would say, you have some chickens in your backyard to eat uh, the scraps. and <laughs> yeah. Of course, you have to feed them some extra because otherwise they don't survive.
1: And you want some eggs <laughs> to eat in the morning. And you want the some noon. eggs,
0: <laughs> fresh eggs. So that's how it started, but I was al- always very curious about nature and I love seeing animals live in their natural habitats and taking care of animals was also a passion of mine. So eventually I saw some yeah. baby ducks in a, in a river where I was growing up and we caught them. But they weren't wild ducks. Yeah. So to be clear, I, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't catch hey, I want animals. I want that duck. <laughs> to be but funny. they were like, yeah, uh, Muscovy ducks, but that's not a native animal in Belgium. So you're allowed to catch them, of course. And that's how it kind of started. But I was o- we were only able to catch one. Uh, so yeah, what had I do? I, I had one chick. It was kind of sad to have just one. So we caught some chicks of, uh, of chickens. hmm on a neighboring farm, and so I had three chicks now, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, yeah, when they grow up, some turned out to be a male or a female, and then you have to buy the other sex. And then we had like ten chickens and two ducks, and then I found Brilliant. out that there were like fancy chickens with these nice feathers on their legs and with these big crests, and I was like, yeah, I want, I want that. <laughs>
1: and then, what moment did you think, hey, let's pick up a camera or maybe uh, what did you start with a phone camera or a camera
0: um, that's a good question I, b- I have a, I had a small codec
1: yeah or so like a point and design, shoot camera yeah, yeah. And, but what what triggered that idea of I'm just gonna start filming what I'm well, doing here before and put that on the internet
0: before Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff you had forums yeah so that was like the thing uh, I believe I was like 13 years old at that time, and but you weren't able to post videos directly on the forums. Also, photos you had to put them on a different website yeah. and copy the link and stuff like that. And for the videos, I used YouTube. And uh, to put yeah to put the videos on the forums, there you could ask questions. People could could ask you questions. This was like the first interaction on the internet.
1: So then you just put these videos on. YouTube, you linked those to the forums. Mm -hmm. And how did that evolve into actually making content for YouTube like you're doing right now?
0: Well, slowly, or I would say when Facebook came up, uh, people were making these groups. And yeah, of course, everybody's on Facebook because it's it's a new thing. But it was all in one place. So you didn't have to go to the forum of the chickens, the forum of the salamanders. Yeah, so the people were transferring to Facebook, and the forums slowly died.
1: So then um, you transferred everything from Facebook to YouTube, or how did you start out there?
0: So I basically started making videos on YouTube where I where I would say some things instead of writing uh, information, and then I also came in the picture myself. <laughs> How was that Slowly, going? <laughs> Yeah, in the beginning it was kind of awkward. I guess that's for everybody. Everybody but, uh, starts with the,
1: the cringy face and you don't feel that good Yeah. The camera. And
0: but I think the m- the most important thing you can do in that situation is just don't think about it. Just tell what you have to say and don't think about maybe the million people that are watching.
1: Oh, I mostly like to, to see the camera. Um, <laughs> really in the beginning when it was really awkward, I just... Put in uh, if you don't have like the flip screen, mm-hmm. um, I would put just a small mirror and I would just attach it to my camera so I could see myself. So it was ah, yeah, like yeah. somebody else. But then yeah, when you start getting used to that, you can just look at the lens and for me, I imagine it just to be a person yep, so I can yep, talk yep. to it like just a normal guy. And like hey, follow with me, blah blah blah. <laughs> so that works for me, and I think it's just something that you get used to by. Doing it over and over again. Yeah. Uh, now at this point, you you see a camera and you're like, okay. I mean, we're sitting here. We have five cameras, or that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, we have uh, well six now. Oh, six now. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of cameras pointing at us, and I mean, in es- in essence, they're just objects. Yeah, they're standing there. They and aren't and gonna bite you. I mean, especially also, um, what I tell people who want to start is, well, you have access to all of your content. So you get to choose what goes out and what doesn't. So what if what uh, what if you screw up? Nobody's oh yeah, gonna yeah. see it. So just just repeat. Eh? Yeah, I uh,
0: I say the same sentence like s- sometimes five times Ooh. before <laughs> I'm like yeah okay now it's good. Sometimes <laughs> I, you
1: <laughs> get a little bit angry like what's going. <laughs> yeah okay. And but
0: then you look at your your images or your videos, and you see like this big. Uh, of skin yeah in your eyebrow and you're like Uh, after like an hour of filming you're like
1: oh screw it i don't care anymore (laughs) just put it online (laughs) but also what i found uh, this is just a little tips and tricks section section right now but um also what i found is i just use the last piece if i have to do something over and over again i just use the last few seconds of that video file because Mm -hmm. i know that's the part where i'm saying like okay this is good next so it's a lot easier when you have to go through all of those files on your computer and you yeah. just, you know, okay, this part of the video, I need that, next part, next part, next yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, little tips and tricks sections. <laughs> section <Yeah>. in between. <laughs> um, no, but um, so you put in all of th- everything on Facebook, uh, you put everything on Facebook first and then you, you're you moving to YouTube. Um, and then you start to build an audience or how were you tackling that on YouTube? Well,
0: um, like the first idea or when it started for me as a business, I would say, was actually when I was still studying. But I had already i've, I've already done like half of my thesis and I didn't have any classes anymore. So I was, I was at home all the time. Yeah. So time. I was thinking, yeah, how can I make some money? So I started doing some student jobs. Yeah. Working hard in the kitchens, <laughs> cleaning.
1: <laughs> the grind.
0: Painting. Uh, I did everything. Working factories. Yeah, that wasn't my thing. I mean, it was fun for a while, but uh, then I started. Yeah, how do these big YouTubers? How do they make money? And it was basically very simple. Just uh, make a Google AdSense account and. That's how it got started, and then one of my videos got viral, and yeah, then the subscribers something. came, and yeah, that's how it started growing.
1: That's actually also one of my questions. <laughs> that first viral, is it the first viral video, is that the biggest one Yeah. on your channel? Okay, so uh, I took a look yesterday, I don't know, do you know the latest um, number count, view count for that video?
0: I think it's uh, 177
1: million. Yes, yeah. 177 million people. Okay, just let, just <laughs> repeat that <laughs> in your minds. Um, that's most and uh,
0: most popular songs. Yeah, from the most famous artists in the world. It's about <laughs> chicks, <laughs> and it's just chicks.
1: <laughs> that video, that's some that's something special because um, for someone who's just watching your channel, who doesn't care anything about chickens. Mm-hmm. That video is like literally taking chickens from one cage to another cage for seven minutes. Yeah, that's it. How did that start? When did you notice it started getting viral? Was it like from the moment you posted it or did it take some time to, to get there?
0: I started to notice that when I put uh, so the ads on the, my videos, I, got, I started to get more views. And after like a month or three, it suddenly just spiked. And especially that one video. And then, of course, the videos that are linked to it started getting more views, too. And then it went, like, in one month from, like, 100 views a day. Then one month later, I had, like, 2,000 views a day. 200,000 views a day. That
1: could also, yeah, that yeah, could yeah yeah probably work. If you're going to get to 177 million. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I, I believe it was
0: 200,000 a day. Yeah. That's insane, <laughs>
1: damn, how did you, yeah, okay, that's very fun because, um, why I'm asking this question, I also got a video going viral, well, kind of viral, not not that viral, um but that one was already on my YouTube channel for I think a year or something, yeah, so it was a year on there, and nothing happened. I think it had like two hundred views, mm. nothing more than that, and it was also the moment before I. I posted that before I really got serious about YouTube. Mm. Um, but that video, after a year, I think I started to reply on the comments. Uh, also, changed the thumbnail for some reason. I don't know why I did that, but that triggered something. I think for Google to or YouTube to be like, "Hey, let's review this video." Mm. And then also, like in one day, um, the first day I got fifty thousand views, and the second day one hundred thousand views. I was like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Very lucky that I put some ads on there so I actually yeah, could yeah, get yeah, some yeah. money back um, from that video. But that's why I wanted to ask you, is there something that you noticed now, because you also had a few other videos going viral, were those just linked to those to that video? Or I believe
0: they were just linked to it, yeah.
1: Because so. sometimes the algorithm just does something and and it's a little bit of luck that pushes you, but that yeah. starts off yeah so your your career on on YouTube. So yeah, it's
0: insane because when I was uploading the video, like the viral one, I was thinking like, oh man, this <laughs> it's so stupid. It's it's a bad video filmed with my phone, like a Motorola Motorola Moto G, I believe, like the first one.
1: So it shows you don't need to have fancy cameras no, to no, have a viral no.
0: video. Not, uh, not on YouTube. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, and then how long did it take you from starting YouTube to yeah. that video going viral? 10 years. 10 years. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I had already 350 videos out. Yeah. Well, actually, So, yeah, you have to be patient. <laughs> I mean yeah for me it was a hobby so i wasn't i didn't need to be patient it just it just happened
1: you did it for fun yeah anyways i think that's
0: that's the key yeah to having this 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 amount of success
1: that's what i've been i've been looking up to other people and and like getting down in the details of the bigger youtubers that Mm -hmm. we have now and looking back on how they started and Almost everyone that I know tells me this thing. You have to just be patient in the YouTube game. If you want to do this, you have to pick a a niche in the first place that you're happy with, that you want to talk about for a few years because it's not an overnight success.
0: Yeah, I believe then after two years, I already did like two jobs. Yeah, so my student job turned into my real job. Then I was looking for other jobs for about half a year, but yeah, I couldn't find something that was really interesting.
1: And YouTube always kept pulling you. And
0: out. yeah, yeah. I made, I'm i starting to make more money with YouTube than with my with my regular job. So in 2019, I decided to go full-time.
1: And how are you feeling about that <laughs> right now? Still happy with the job?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a dream job. I never, I never dreamt about it. I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't like now nowadays when you, when I visit people, when I would buy some chickens or they're buying chickens from me, and they're like, "Oh yeah, my my daughter, she's always she's also putting videos on YouTube and she wants to become a vlogger when she grows up." But yeah, back in our days, uh, that didn't exist even vloggers or.
1: You just did it for fun, and you YouTubers you weren't thinking about what would no, come out of it.
0: It yeah. just yeah, it just happened.
1: I think that's the best way to start YouTube because so many people ain't right now ask me like, "I want to do this YouTube thing and uh, I want to make money with it." And then then I'm already like, "Guys, people, don't stop, stop. That's <laughs> not that's not the point. You have to do this because you like to put out yeah. videos in the first place.
0: Because you want to entertain people, or or
1: you, you want, want to, to give some information, yeah. or you want to put out some a uh, little bit more for me because I think the people that are following me are a little bit more into the. The creation part itself. So, how do I make film? Uh, how do I make films? How to make photo photographs? Yep. So, um, how to make better work every time? And that's how I started. Is just wanted to do better videos. And I wanted to do better work every time I posted one. Uh, that kept me very, <laughs> very humble in the beginning. To just keep grinding it and keep doing it. I yep. actually started with uh, GoPro videos. Oh, yeah. Like how to do GoPro videos because yeah, I have been doing that.
0: Yeah, and you're also basically sharing your passion eh, on
1: YouTube. I it's think like people notice that when when you really do it because you like to do because your your full heart is into it. I think that's when people really resonate and and start following you. That's yeah, it's
0: quite a lonely,
1: it's a lonely job being a YouTuber, as you mentioned, and
0: it's also quite a lonely hobby, especially when you're young, because it's like more of an uh, old man's hobby. When you go to shows and you look around, and I, I'm kind of lucky at I'm big so I can look over everybody. And you, all you see is like gray people. <laughs> all, uh, you all have gray hair or no hair. And I like... Uh, <laughs> the newbie on the
1: block, more or less. Yeah. They look at you like, what's this, this, this young guy doing? <laughs> there are
0: not a lot of young people, which is kind of sad. But uh, also good for
1: you because that makes that you're standing out. Yeah, crowds. that's
0: true. I, I probably wouldn't stand out that much. Because yeah, like I told you, I'm quite uh, the quiet guy. Although I I I did progress a lot when you would s- look at me, like when I was 16. I even I even looked like the girl, like no beard, no mustache, long hair, very timid. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> did YouTube help you with that becoming? A I little guess bit it
0: did. Yeah, even when there are like no people behind the cameras. I guess uh, I guess it really did uh, help me with because
1: that. Because for me as well, I was. I, I, I'm more, I'm a little bit outgoing, so a little bit of extrovert. Mm. But still, um, I don't like to get in between people and like, hey, there's, I'm here and look yeah, at me, yeah, and everyone. Yeah, 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 I like to just make conversation, make friends, blah blah blah, talk with people, but not like make them look at me in the first place. Yeah, uh, that's also why YouTube is nice to start off because you can make these videos for your own, especially when you're starting out. Nobody's watching these videos. Yeah. The, that's the cool part. I you can make these videos and uh, nobody... Uh, well, there may be a few exceptions, but most people when they start, they don't have a viral video right away. Oh, no, no. So you can just ease into it and then um, just experiment with things and find your own thing.
0: I basically started making videos just for my own. And yeah. Then suddenly people also got interested in
1: them. And then it, was, yeah. then
0: it started. Then it, I started thinking, yeah, how can I make it even more interesting? So I could look, l- lure in some more people to watch my videos.
1: That's when your sales part comes <laughs> in. Like, how do I sell people stuff? I'm not, that don't I'm not really great <laughs> in that,
0: but yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, your channel. We also talked mm-hmm. a little bit about it. you do videos about chickens and stuff. But can you give me a little bit of a definition what your channel is really about? And also, did that change over the years, or is it always stayed the same? But you just do updated videos about that.
0: Well, it's actually still the same. So I'm basically telling my own story about my pets, how they grow, how they breed. Uh, and I, I'm making a new color in the chickens, as I mentioned before. So that story I'm always telling year after year. But yeah, it also changed because now I'm also doing like more educational videos, like what to feed your chickens in the winter, what materials do you use, for cleaning out your chicken coop and stuff like that. So that, that's like a new thing. I but wouldn't do that before because, yeah, I was still a rookie before, mm-hmm. like 10 years ago.
1: And but now you're doing more evergreen content, which picks up in search so people can find you and yeah, also yeah. people can actually use instead of just looking at someone Yeah, indeed, because feeding their chickens.
0: <laughs> so I guess like sometimes an informational video is like uh, more interesting
1: for like the broader audience. And then to put it, like, to put really the niche on top of your channel, is it just um, I'm talking about chickens or is it more broader than that?
0: Like, really the niche, I would say, like, um, the, hobby, the hobby breeder. Yeah, the hobby so that's breeder. That's, like, really yeah. the niche for, for show purposes, like uh, creating your own color or breed yourself.
1: Yeah, so then you also know, like, if I'm making this video, it would be for somebody like this. Yeah. Yeah, because that's something for people that are starting now, which I actually struggle with a lot to find my own niche um, for videos for for YouTube. I always liked video. I like to make videos. And then my thing would be um, learning how to make videos or learning how to do photography coming from that biology world it's something something new so i used the youtube platform just to experiment and to learn from but then when i wanted to reach a broader audience because well yeah i have so many things i like that i had to pick a little bit of a narrowing niche so i think for you that came a little bit easier because you were into the breeding already yeah so you were doing something and then you made the videos about it And for me i started to do hey i want to make videos but i don't know what about (laughs) so that was um how a little bit changed for me into this creativity thing yeah like
0: even before the chickens i actually made videos about my fish tanks and
1: axolotls cloud frogs the mud kips of the real world
0: yeah yeah indeed because there were already some youtubers quite famous with like over a million subscribers. So that was kind of like a dream or an inspiration when I saw those people.
1: And I'm like, yeah, I want to make something like that.
0: I underestimated the chickens. They are <laughs> <laughs> apparently interesting too. So. Yeah.
1: And then did you like the chickens more to make more content for that? Or did you just choose chickens because you saw those videos get picked up better? Or what was your thought?
0: Yeah, I think if I would have to make a choice between one hobby I would still go for the chickens.
1: Okay, so it's more it's deeper like more rooted in you.
0: Chicken is like a more interactive animal than That's a fish. yeah. Can't really pet a fish or...
1: Yeah, <laughs> or an lot. Not that
0: I'm constantly <laughs> petting my, my chickens, but <laughs> you still have that option, I mean. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. we all re- also talked about how do you find your niche, your thing in life?
0: Yeah, I guess it's just something you're born with. I get that question like from almost everybody. Why chickens? i mean you can ask everybody that question why do you like cheesecake why do you play soccer i mean why
1: when you the chicken like for me orcas were like i still are like my favorite animal and orcas were the reason i started to do marine biology and then also the reason that I wanted to fil- film because I wanted to make nature documentaries, which are yep. still somewhere in the future if there's still nature to be filmed. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, please people. Mm. <laughs> but um, when did that chicken thing, is it from when you started, when you were chi- like a little, little kid? Yeah, there it was, always it was been really There were always there chickens. There were always chickens. Always chickens yeah. in your
0: world? Always. I I found uh, the right hobby right away.
1: I think that's maybe for people who are still searching their thing. Sometimes you have to look back into your past because you already knew what you really liked then.
0: Yeah, yeah, I knew. uh, Or at least that's what my mother tells me. She was always like, yeah, I've I've put you in the scouting, in the hero, at that uh, sports club, then you played soccer and this and that. And you didn't like all those things. (laughs)
1: just like this damn chicken (laughs) just in general yeah like you just said um, my parents put me in a lot of things and it always came back to the water and creativity just art in general yeah so just look if you're having trouble finding your thing i think the best thing you can do is looking back on your life what you've been liking for the past years could help you to find a new direction Or just trying a lot of new stuff. And eventually there's one thing that will stick. But if you don't feel like it's your thing, then it's not your thing and you have to move on.
0: Yeah, for me, I think it's kind of odd that there are a lot of people that don't have passions. For me as well. I even know people that they just work, they come home and they might go to a bar or something like that or watch television. And that's like it.
1: I I have a problem. It's not a problem, but I just think it's weird that you don't have thing have something to live for
0: yeah i mean
1: i don't get i mean i've been i'm always having some idea in my head of something i want to do whether that's for youtube whether that's for just art in general but uh, there's just something in me that that says do this because if you don't do this you're going to be miserable yeah i don't get how people can just come back home and then don't do anything and then repeat that for 24 seven 365 years and then they live for those seven or 14 days a year then they go on vacation and then yeah a vacation or a festival or, yeah. if i mean if that makes you happy by all means but for me it's more important to have to live a happy life every day of the year we're getting gary v inspired content right here <laughs> so um you've been doing this for 10 years that means you've also picked Twelve. up hmm? 12. It's my 13th year now. 13th. 13th. That's a difficult <laughs> year. 13th year. What are a few things that you learned along the way on YouTube or in life, generally, but that had uh, a positive impact on how you approach things in life through the YouTube channel and all that stuff?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going to say something weird. <laughs> okay. We can take it. <laughs> For me, the most important thing is just to not care about what other people think about you. Of course, when you're a YouTuber, that might sound a little bit strange. Because, yeah, it's it's actually very important as a YouTuber to to know what people think about you. But also the opposite is true. You don't you shouldn't be awake because people are s- saying bad things about you or about your hobbies about your passions that's like for me that was like very important because yeah being a chicken breeder is like a strange hobby and i did receive a lot of negative uh, comments when i was younger especially when i was younger
1: it's always when you do something that is not thought to be off normal when people are starting to pick on you because it's yeah. easier you're an outlier you're doing your own thing and everybody is in a gray manner and they pick on somebody who is doing their own thing because it's not normal to to do that.
0: Yeah now when I see these people and they're doing their nine to fives and complaining about stuff, I'm like oh, stop complaining, just do whatever you want. I mean
1: when you're recording something and um, when you're outside or something and you see people watching you when you're recording something, what about that? You don't have to give a fuck about what everybody else is thinking that you're doing because when they go inside or 10 minutes later, they're, st- they're not thinking about you anymore. They're not thinking about, oh, I saw this dude running around with a camera. And yeah, they might yeah, mention yeah. it to someone and they might say it to their wife or to their girlfriend <laughs> or whatever. So like, hey, I saw this dude who was doing weird stuff with a camera and then what happens? That's about it. And meanwhile, is that a reason for you to not do this thing? It shouldn't be, right? It shouldn't be a reason for you to stop what you love doing. So then why would you give a shit about what other people think about <laughs> it? That's just my... Um, the moment I saw this and, and I got this is... Yeah, you you stop giving a fuck about other people's opinions. And that's just so liberating.
0: Yeah, so that's really important. Uh, if you want to be happy life just just don't give a fuck about <laughs> anybody else well you have maybe to maybe do take account like what your girlfriend thinks and stuff like that
1: But just in general to people you see you come across in the street or even people are commenting I mean I have some really awesome people that are commenting um, good kind people also have some douchebags <laughs> yesterday i I got a a comment about someone telling me that i was an amateur making just amateurish videos and it's not professional and you're like who in in god you know not don't believe in god but um, who in god's name is having the time to comment on someone and take time of their day to talk bad about someone i mean What is in it for them? Yeah, I mean... That's just sad when you have people talking bad about you.
0: That person is just wasting his time. He's not smart. Yeah, (laughs) so... I don't waste my time judging other people and commenting on other people. And
1: then why would you waste your time thinking about that person who is just having a bad time in his life? Because...
0: Yeah, don't also let him waste your time. Um,
1: Actually, the last question for you is do you have some tips for new starting creators right now. We're like <laughs> starting out and not yeah. saying like, you should have started a few years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, I recently got the same question from somebody that follows me. I believe he's also like 12 or 13 years old. And I, I look at this YouTube channel, it was also like very bad like when I started. But I I just told him, yeah, just just be passionate about what you do. And eventually you will, f- Grow into it, I I, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm still looking up tips for my (laughs) own, so... (laughs) For myself. I I think that is one
1: of the best tips you can give someone. Always be hungry to know more. If you do this and you think you know everything, then you're not very smart about it. indeed. I think there's always something you can learn about, whether it's how to tell a better story, how it is to have better... Content ready how is to have better gear how to use that gear how to master that Mm -hmm. gear whether that's um, How do I set up a time-lapse? Yeah, for example, how do I make better thumbnails
0: and what I also do is So I also follow other creators and sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like a nice interesting way how he tells his story and I try those things out too, Mm -hmm. but but don't copy it make it like your own version
1: You have to steal like an artist. As um, I think Cash, as a YouTuber I follow, um, he says you have to steal like an artist. So that means you have to copy it, but in a way that you learn how he does it so you can implement it in your own way, in your own kind of content. Um, That's like what
0: I'm trying to do right now.
1: I might have one last tip, and that's something that only starting right now, but find other creators in... Not only in your space, but just in your country, um, in the neighborhood you can connect with, just as w- what we're doing right yeah. here. Because um, being a YouTuber, when you're starting out, you'll learn that nobody else knows how this life is except for other creators.
0: Yeah, I think that's like a very, a very important thing. Uh, not being so lonely mm-hmm. <laughs> and being able to talk about your. Yeah, your professions, your yeah. experiences.
1: It doesn't Whereas mean you always have to talk about YouTube. I mean, you can just talk about everyday life. Yeah. You just become friends, but just find people who are in the same boat as you and then build that community. Yeah, because
0: other people that work for like these major
1: big companies,
0: they probably just go to a pub with their colleagues. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can't do that because yeah. we don't have colleagues <laughs> or they live like a town further away or. Yeah. So that's always. See in between. That's
1: also why we gather around to the Belgian creators. Also, if you are a YouTuber from Belgium and we you're not in our group, mm. <laughs> just reach out and um, just have a chat with one of us. We're always here for other people yeah, as well.
0: Yeah, I think we're open to even the smallest creators out there. I
1: mean, we're in it all together. So. You don't need the high
0: numbers uh, to get into contact with us.
1: Yeah, so um, actually that was the last question for the podcast. We reached the end. (laughs) Um, No. But as well, I want to give Sander 30 seconds and you can just tell the world what you want them to know. Shameless plug.
0: If you want to know more about me, I also made a video about my life as a YouTube content creator. I also explained some things we didn't uh, talk about today. Maybe also a little bit more personal in my latest video. And I believe it will be online when you are listening or watching to this podcast. Thank you Tom. It was really interesting, also fun to do. I had, I had my doubts with the, the headphones and stuff like that. Sting so close to me.
1: <laughs> you see, sometimes you just have to try something new. <laughs> yeah, guys, that was it for this episode. Um, thank you, Solner for being here. Um, it was such a pleasure. And guys, just go follow him. You can find all his details in the description or the info thing on your favorite podcast app. And as well, thank you so much for listening till the end. If you listen to The Complete Thing and you're still listening to me in your ears, it would mean the world to me if you could just go to your favorite podcasting app that you're listening this on right now and just leave a review or a rating. um, That would help me a lot. Okay, guys. Until the next one, it was so good to be in your ears today. Also a little creepy. Ciao.